0: Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. What's up? And this week we're talking about the Die Hard franchise. yippee ki <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um so uh yeah, so this is another one of you know this thing that we're going to be doing once in a while, um sort of a franchise talk mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, we did Aliens before. Um We did well. Back to the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, inadvertently that was. Yeah. When we did the Back to the Future thing, it wasn't really intended that way, and we didn't really lay it out in like a real sort of structured way. No, no. Because that's not really what we were. It's just inadvertently. Well, that's essentially (laughs) what ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that Back to the Future one was kind of a prototype for for this for this. Um, and then as more consciously doing it, we did the Aliens one. Mm -hmm. Um, what I guess a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um month or so ago yeah months ago um with uh rob and uh yeah as we mentioned if uh anyone listened to the end of last week's episode we mentioned that we we're gonna be doing this this week so yeah um so yeah so after we did aliens um you know we talked about potential future uh installments and what other franchises might be good to do and initially i was like like, oh, like what, what would be a good choice for this? What would uh-huh. be a good choice for this? And I sort of came to, like, think oh, okay, Diard would be really cool because um, it's just, it's a very unique franchise. Like, the oh. way that it was put together and the way that it evolved um, is really kind of different than any other franchise that I know of. Uh-huh. Um, oh. So, yeah. I thought it would be interesting to talk about that. So, uh, I guess much like with the Alien thing, I'll just, um, I have like a Teensy little bit of history mm-hmm. to yep. to talk about first to set this up. Not as long as as not as long winded as with Alien. This will be a pretty yeah. pretty succinct. But basically, um, just lay it out. Uh, so an author, like a novelist or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, named Roderick Thorpe uh, wrote a book uh, that came out in 1966 called The Detective, mm-hmm. um, which introduced a character. Uh, this like X. Ex- New York cop, or like, yeah, like basically, yeah. ex New York cop named um, Joe Leland, uh, who had become like a private detective, and um, it was made into a movie in nineteen sixty eight. Um, so about two years after it came out with Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I found out about all this stuff, um, I had never actually heard of it. And turns out it's it was actually a huge hit. Oh, like it was one like one of the biggest hits of that year. I, I never knew about it, which is kind of weird. But uh, anyway, uh, eventually, um, uh, apparently, uh, Roger Thorpe was inspired by a, a, like um a, he saw uh, what was the movie? Is the movie about like the building? Uh, the, the building. Like, what was it? The Tower of Inferno? Maybe it was like the yeah. bu- movie about like the big skyscraper that's like falling apart. Basically, yeah, yeah Tower Inferno. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he, <laughs> he kind had he, it. he saw that movie. And then, like I think, if I recall the story correctly, he saw that movie, and then like he had a, soon after he had like a dream about uh, a guy being like like a being like chased by gunmen in a in a skyscraper, mm-hmm. and so he was inspired to write a sequel to the detective yep. years later. This is mm-hmm. 1979 now, yeah. um, called Nothing Lasts Forever, um, and um, when they went to go make a movie for it. Uh, Frank Sinatra decided he didn't want to do the character again um, Or like he turned it down Anyways at least that particular project Um, So time went on Eventually I I supposedly According to Wikipedia I didn't see the source On this and I've never heard this anywhere else Mm. So I don't know if it's true But what it said was that apparently at one point It was going to be turned into a sequel to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando Oh Uh, It was going to be adapted adapted into that But uh, he didn't want to do it either um, so eventually some more time passed and eventually it was retooled into, uh, the script for Die Hard, mm-hmm. um, which eventually was made in 1988, starring Bruce Willis and directed by John McTiernan, mm-hmm. uh, so soon after he made Predator actually with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It right. Like the, it was like the next year. Um, so, um, what's interesting is that although it, it's obviously retooled to be its own thing, it's not connected, uh, to to the the detective stuff no and the joe leland character was retooled into john mcclain character and you know he's he's younger um but apart from that it's actually an extremely faithful adaptation of this book oh really oh, cool. uh, which is kind of might be surprising but in fact many scenes um i mean the entire basic plot and many scenes are straight from the book including, like, even dialogue in some places. Hmm. Um, and a lot of the really iconic scenes that are, like, the diehard scenes are, like, are straight from that book. Like, it's actually a really close adaptation. The only thing that they really changed is to update, update it into the 80s. And, mm-hmm. and you know, because it's, like, new, in the book, it was, like, an American, like, uh, oil company building yeah. that takes place in, in the movie. Of course, it's, a like, a Japanese, like, multinational company yeah. nakatomi corporation yeah. um which is you know very 80s that they would be like oh yeah that whole japanese business you know kind of thing mm-hmm. um and uh also because the character is much younger um they made um it, uh what's john McClane's wife in in Hard yeah. in, yeah. in the book it's actually joe leland's daughter ah. that were that's like the executive for this, no, com- rather for than, this company yeah. that he's coming to see uh, but in the uh, in the movie, of course, they make it sort of his wife, that, yeah. and they're kind of like semi-separated because she's gone to Holly L.A. Holly Janeiro. Holly Janeiro yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you know, so this this there's this whole family drama thing of she's gone to L.A. for this great job and taking mm-hmm. the kids, and you know he wouldn't leave um, his his job in New York as, as a New York cop and stuff, and you know, so there's some tension there, and you know he hasn't seen her in a while, and he's coming to to sort of visit and sort mm-hmm. of see how things are yeah. are going to kind of be because they obviously just haven't really like figured out what the next stage is going to be um, so that kind of introduces us to sort of the major thing about Die Hard that's kind of different it's a, it's a very interesting from, <laughs> from other sort of action movies is um, you have a very like not just like a flawed hero but like also just um he's hero by coincidence he's like super he's he's very human which mm-hmm. is like the opposite of the sort of nice superhuman nature mm. of most action hero well, characters. where like in the first
0: movie yes
1: that's but that's what we're talking
0: about oh, okay i thought we were talking about this in a general way but i didn't right? know we were gonna go specifically but,
1: but but i'm saying in terms of how they pre- initially presented oh, it okay. like He's – the odds are extremely against him. Mm -hmm. He's not that particularly amazing at doing, you know, what he's doing. It's like he gets through it by perseverance Mm -hmm. and just, like, you know, never giving up kind of almost more than anything else. So certainly he's, you know, courageous, but at the same time, like – He's well, he's like
0: it's he's, he's like 50% courageous
1: and 50% super lucky and he yeah. just get he gets through because yeah. he won't give up and yeah. yeah and I mean and and like clearly he's like way, like it, it something that it does is very different from most action movies is that he's like way out of his depth mm. and like it's like he can't really handle what's going on but he does but who else is going to like yeah. he's in a situation well, where and, if and he, he doesn't do this nobody and, else to. and is it's going like he to. can't really handle it but he does handle mm-hmm. it, you know, and it's a very sort of it's very skillful how they how they kind of pull that off because it's like from scene to scene, it's like he's constantly like just well, almost like freaking out, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. He, he like literally can't there, handle. There's a, like a level of like
0: incredulousness to like he he yeah. feels incredulous, like is this really happening? Yeah, it's like, just like and yeah, yeah. things
1: just get keep getting worse yeah. and blah blah. But at the same time, he's a very like sarcastic and mm-hmm. very kind of like he kind of uses that his sort of attitude as a way to sort of like get through well
0: there's there's still a very well a lot of like like him like his uh physically a lot of the stuff is very kind of un like you say it's unlike the superhuman yeah 80s action star his uh a lot of his personality and his uh so i guess you just straight' his like dialogue and stuff is a lot of that like 80s like like one-liner, quippy. Yeah, for like, sure. You know, but
1: but, the, but they do it in a slightly different kind of way. It's like the tone is different. He never he never presents himself as like like uh, overly like his confidence is often very like it's a front mm. for the fact that he's yeah. actually like crapping himself yeah, yeah. over the fact that he he knows that he cannot handle this situation, but he just kind of has to. He yeah. has to push himself yeah. through it because there's no one else that can. You know, there's no one else, else there to it's deal with the, it. The
0: the so it's the, like just stand- give up and die. The standard or... '80s uh, you yeah. hero is I'm going to jump into that
1: room and kill those 20 guys. Yeah, and and, and John close- McClane is more like
0: There's 20 guys in that room. Come on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and the typical the sort of action hero thing is that they they always have like the almost confidence yeah. that they're like the meanest, baddest, mm. best one in the room. You know? Yeah, yeah. You look at, like, a Schwarzenegger type of character, yeah. and, you know, you look at something like, well, for example, I mean, like I said, Predator, mm-hmm. they had just done exactly. Predator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John McTiernan, the director, had just done Predator the year before, but Predator was intentionally over the top, oh, yeah. and was, like, n- like, borderline well, parody. I feel like I mean, most '80s movies are like,
0: whether deliberately or inadvertently, yeah. they—they're action movies that rely heavily on like a little bit of parody, a little bit of suspension, or not a little bit, like suspension of disbelief, even beyond what you expect in an action movie. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's well, they're larger than life, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, almost, characters almost like superheroic without actually being super. Whereas heroic, with you know? John McClane, the idea yeah.
1: was like, what happens if just like. Any normal mm. like cop yeah. is put in this situation, but they just and they just don't give up. Yeah. You know, so in that sense, he's still a hero, yeah. but he's not the hyper capable, mm-hmm. nice superhuman, yeah. all you know, confident hero that you, you usually get in these kind of movies. And that's what made Die Hard very different. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he gets all kinds of messed up. Yeah, oh yeah, like the amount of punishment that he takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first movie, especially, but it's yeah. something that actually is a theme that kind of goes all through the series. Um, he yeah. usually ends up like pretty beat up by the end, mm-hmm. but especially in the first one, I mean, he really barely he, gets through. He it. takes, a, yeah, it's, uh, and I guess this is, uh,
0: I don't know. I did you how, did you rewatch? Yeah. all of them, uh, all except for the newest one because oh, okay. uh, well, we'd be it's saying. not that. I didn't rewatch. I didn't rewatch. Uh, I didn't rewatch Die Hard because I ha- I had just seen it like probably okay. not even a year ago. Yeah. Right and then yeah, and then and then uh, uh, what's the the fifth one? Uh, um,
1: it's uh, to,
0: to live in the Die Hard or a, something. A good day
1: to Die Hard. A good
0: day to Die Hard. Right. Uh, we had, I mean just seen it a couple of years ago. And yeah, I re- remembered it fairly well, so I was like, ah, it's, it's, yeah. it's fine. Um, I see. I've seen and, it once on the theater and once on Blu-ray. Oh, so. you see, you, you've seen it since then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll probably actually still watch it because like after watching the rest of them I know. Yeah. Uh but uh, yeah, so I mean it's the the and I guess this is and as we discussed through mm-hmm. these films. Yep. Um every one of these films has a slightly different tone to it. And uh I mean there's a reason for that uh which unlike the first Die Hard film which uh was adapted from a book, like you said. Very characteristic, like it, it, like you said, she share a lot of scenes from it. Um, uh, it's very adapted, very deliberately adapted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other Die Hard movies didn't have that; they were scripts. Well, yes and no. We'll that, get to that were, uh, and so that leads them to. There's a lot of times when you have a, like a series of films like this. You have, like, there's a, a um, even though, like, you'll change directors and stuff like that, there'll be the, the tone, there'll be, there'll be a, a, the sort of the tone of the films doesn't change a lot. The Die Hard films are kind of all over the place. And Somewhat. it's unfortunate because the first one really sets such a different tone for action movies mm-hmm. uh, that kind of didn't get, even despite i mean die hard very popular mm-hmm. everybody seen die hard i mean yeah. we don't really need to discuss it super in depth uh yeah. I was, <laughs> you I know i wasn't planning no that.
1: no um as more just trying to put it in context it's,
0: it's odd how it wasn't um like really imitated mm-hmm. uh being being oh hey it's something different that did well was well received usually that kind of thing leads to Heavy, and we didn't see a generation of here's diehard
1: alike. It was imitated. I guess maybe just poorly. But it was imitated only in terms of basic concept, not in terms of how it was actually made. I guess that's about they, the the, they imitated the wrong part.
0: They imitated the wrong Because, yeah.
1: in fact, it was imitated a lot. Because it actually became a cultural, like... By, like, a of to say, Oh, like, this is oh, like Die Hard This alike. is Die Hard on, a, uh, or Die, die Hard, hard in, uh, or Die Hard at, uh, a, yeah. Right? And it's like that, it became a comparison for, like, but again, like, hey, let's make a movie that's not... like Die Hard, but on a train. But that's not on the a... part of Die Hard yeah. that is, like, they're the plot, not yeah.
0: the feel of the right. movie.
1: Right. And that's what, like, set, I think sets it so apart from, like, mm-hmm. of the films I, I, of that generation. I feel like the reason for and that is because. It would it's just very difficult to do so. Mm-hmm. It was just a real kind of lightning striking yeah. kind of situation because it just had the right combination yeah. of elements. And, and, and also that it was made early enough that because like by basically by the nineties, action movies were action movies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like there was like a set thing expectations were of set like in, what yeah, it was gonna yeah. be. But it's like because the first movie came out like in the eighties and because the story had been around for so long. Like, yeah, true. like, like said, it was they've been trying not, to make it yeah. for basically the entire 80s mm-hmm. trying to make it in some way or another um i feel like they were they took some chances mm-hmm. that wouldn't really be taken at any time after that and so they were able to do something a little different because of that like yes there were lots of other 80s like action movies in the 80s oh, yeah. but there's a little bit more variety mm-hmm. because like within a certain like like for example you know like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies of the 80s mm-hmm. i mean apart from being the bad guy in terminator as opposed to the hero yeah um Arnold Schwarzenegger movies uh, action movies of the 80s are all pretty similar yeah, yeah. you no, know yeah you, you know like, what like, you're getting yeah
0: yeah steven seagal movies but, but you know, if you like look at that, if those, you look at 80s the action stars. different
1: sort of stars and some of the more sort of standalone ones mm-hmm. which didn't necessarily have one major star that went all the way through you see a lot of variety I mean you even see it in um, like for example the Rambo movies yeah. those are all kind of different too it's quite different from you know, each those other those kind of yeah. have a bit of that Die Hard thing mm-hmm. where like everyone is kind of a different yeah. tone and yeah. different style yeah you know it's
0: in into the and I mean this falls into the sort of the same category of Die Hard where like, I get, like Rambo's actually a good exa- uh, a really good example where it's like it's like some of the Rambo movies like like is this a Rambo movie? It's like, well, it's got Rambo in it and it rambo. he does rambo Ramboy things and it's, you know, it says Rambo in the... But, well, I guess not even all of them say Rambo in the title. <laughs> but... A, but uh, uh, yeah, no, I know what yeah, you mean, though. Like, yeah.
1: with Die Hard, because of the nature of them being adapted from other material, material it's yeah. kind of like, well, it's a Die Hard movie because... It's got John McClane. It has John McClane in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes and it... And they say it's a Die Hard movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. what really makes it a mm-hmm. Die Hard movie? Yeah. Well, it's in, in the way which is... And you would think that a, it, it, that it would be like you say, like a tonal mm-hmm. thing, where where well, it's a Die Hard movie because it's got the same kind of feel as the original. But that's not necessarily Again, not the true. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't, he so. didn't, uh, and I guess this is, and like in some ways, like this really worked out good for Bruce Willis.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that doing Die Hard didn't pigeonhole him into doing no this kind of stuff. Like, I mean, it helped that he was already a, a somewhat known actor. Like, he wasn't yeah. a strange name. Um, but like you said about certain, uh, other action movies from the mm-hmm. 80s, um, where the individual stars kind of, they almost were their own subgenres. Yeah. Like, these are Arnold action movies. Yeah. These are Jean- so Vo- Jean-Claude getting. Van Damme you action movies. You know what you're getting, yeah. And they, the individual actors performed kind yeah. of the same in every one. And he went from doing Die Hard and he just went and did a bunch of other movies. Yeah. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't pegged into the action so, role star too, which helped a lot, I think. One
1: one thing that I just wanted to quickly touch on, because uh, like you say, we don't need to go too deeply mm-hmm. yeah, into yeah. each movie, oh especially the first one, because <laughs> uh, everyone kind of knows <laughs> it. I, seen I, just wanted, I just that. wanted to put it in the right context. But one other thing that I want to mention, which is really important to this series, is yeah. the villain. Yeah. Oh, Hans Gruber. So starting out with Hans Gruber, yeah, uh, played by Alan Rickman, yeah. Uh, May rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Um, Magnificent performance. It's great. I mean, it's what really put him on the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess in much the way... I mean, I guess it kind of really put Bruce Willis on the map, too, in yeah, many yeah. ways. Because, like you said, he was known, but well, was not really a star It put both this. these actors on the map, but didn't stereotype them. Yeah.
0: Which is... Considering the 80s and mm-hmm.
1: what happened to what actors in the 80s happened, is yeah. bloody amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean you have that, so, I mean, that's obviously a really famous performance. He's mm-hmm. he's a very well-known, like, classic movie villain, you know, often, uh, you know, considered one of the best villains. Um, but, more importantly, it did sort of establish the... I think probably the villain is probably um, one of the most influential aspects of this, of, of Die Hard. Like, you were saying mm-hmm. about how, like, you're surprised by the fact that the sort of the style with the feel of Die Hard, the tone of Die Hard didn't kind of influence yeah. other movies as much yeah. as you would have expected. They kind of concentrated more just on the premise mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not so much on the feel of it. But probably the villain is probably like the most influential part because, again, often not very imitated very well. Yeah. But that thing of having like the very intelligent kind of like calm, rational sort of villain who doesn't go over the top... But it's just like really good. You just get like a really good actor, who just plays it real smooth. And it's like, and you you know, and you really kind of it's like that that battle of wits and wills. Mm -hmm. That that you know, it's like a a real. You're not just waiting two hours to see the hero kill the bad guy, like you're actually interested in this struggle back and forth, and uh, and you're as interested in the villain Mm -hmm. as you are in the hero. Well, the interesting whereas like. Before that, uh, Die Hard, I think a lot of these movies, the villains would be very over the top, very scenery chewing, very yeah. like like psychotic, like yeah. like oh, just you know they'll they'll kill their own henchmen for yeah. n- for well there like, are just very a, they're little a complete reason, inverse and, of know, the he- of the hero character, yeah, like you know yeah, and and it, and so it was all about just like oh yeah that hero is gonna come and kick your ass, yeah. yeah, whereas like in something like Die Hard, it's like you're you're you want to see what the villain will do just as much mm. as you want to see what the hero won't yeah. do because the villain is just as interesting. And and it's actually very like you know
0: and especially in in Die Hard like the first one, uh, although the later movies this is especially after especially after um, uh, after two yeah. uh, in three four and five it's jokingly ref- referenced a bit um, that like you said like John McClane like he's in a situation he's over his head he's you know mm-hmm. persevering and he's and he's a bit. Like, like I, I can't believe I have to deal with this. Uh, Hans Gruber is in the same boat. Mm-hmm. He's, who is this guy? Yeah, I can't believe I have to deal with this. Yeah, like he's just a cop. What the hell? Yeah, you know, like yeah. they're at either ends. They're both like they're equally this shouldn't be having. They're, they're equally you know? like, incredulous yeah. about the fact that <laughs> yeah, that yeah. this
1: could even yeah this, be, is this be, situation be possible. Yeah. Which
0: yeah. is nice because it it unlike a lot of like like other 80s action movies, it humanizes the villain a little bit. Yeah. Um it makes him not just the, like you said, the psychotic. Yeah. He's, he's a guy with, a, he's a bad guy, but he's got a mission, he's got a plan, but he's also like, you know, he's got his men that he has to deal with. He's got, he's got problems. Mm. He's trying to deal with these problems and it's really like bringing him down and it's really getting to him and you didn't see that a lot. Like, the villains were just basically someone for the bad guy
1: or the good guy To kill at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I thought that was important to mention. Yeah. No. Um, no, no, So then uh, they they pretty much like well compared to a lot of these sort of franchises like I mean we did Aliens before and how you know it was a five to seven year gap between between each movie across the whole thing. So they 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 sort of uh, pretty much like fast tracked uh, the sequel for Die Hard to a large degree because it came out like pretty much two years later. Yeah. On the dot. Um, and it's actually set the very next year. It's set again at Christmas time, the very next year. Right. Yeah. Um, so you get a little bit, which is
0: a joke that they well, play get a bit lot. That, well, in the you movie. get a bit of that
1: twenty four kind of syndrome, even yeah. though obviously this came before twenty four. Yeah. But you get yeah. that kind of thing of like, like, what are the chances yeah, that like right. this guy has like another well, yeah. ridiculously I mean, bad up, day like the next yeah. year? Yeah,
0: well, he straight up says that in the movie. Yeah. Like he straight up says like two, two, two Christmases in a row. Yeah. Well, because so, in in in, in the movie time, mm-hmm. this is literally the next Christmas. right? You know? Yeah. Uh, like in John McClane time, it's yeah. literally one year later for yeah, him. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but, I mean, it only came out two years later, so that's two, not, yeah. Yeah, it's a not a big... it's not a huge stretch. Yeah, no, it's not a big no, stretch. Yeah. Um, so this one was directed by Rennie Harlan, um, rather than John McTiernan, um, uh, who is a Finnish uh, director, um, who's had a very mixed career um like he's done some stuff that was really successful and then he did stuff like like cutthroat island which is like one of the biggest right. biggest disasters of ever of a movie ever type of thing um I so like he, he's had a lot of he's <laughs> had a lot of sort of ups and downs and kind of mixed uh results in his career mm-hmm. um but he's just sort of one of those like workman like directors that you just kind of get when you know you don't necessarily need any sort of major artistic input from yeah. the director you just need somebody that can get the job done and boy does it show in this movie um <laughs> and it was adapted. This one was adapted from a book as well. Yeah. But, uh, which was, uh, 58 minutes by yeah. Walter Wager, which again, totally unrelated to yeah. Die Hard. It was adapted into a Die Hard, Die Hard film, film by basically yeah. inserting the John McClane character as the main character. Mm-hmm. And, um,. But, basically, the storyline is taken from this book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, it's that odd the thing. The trend begins. Yeah, this odd thing of, like... We're not going to write Die, die Hard 2. We're going to find something else find, and make yeah, it Die find, Hard Yeah, find two. an existing story and then turn it into yeah. a Die Hard film, yeah. which is interesting. I, I mean, mean, I don't... No other French has really probably, done it that way. Probably, uh, like, it's one of those things that, like,
0: the Die Hard 1 was a success. They mm-hmm. needed to make a Die Hard 2. They were going to make a Die Hard 2. Yeah. There was a story out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Who... I mean, it's one of those... Maybe that book, uh, what does it say? Fifty eight minutes. It's called fifty eight yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's right. Fifty eight yeah. minutes. Um, maybe there was already a like partial screenplay kicking around for a movie adaptation yeah. of it. Yeah. And well, like I said, maybe that's like, how they were able
1: to hey, get it th- screenplay. So work. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, half. Look, half our work is done for us already. Yeah. Somebody know.
1: just obviously thought like, hey, yeah. this would be a good fit yeah. for like a Die Hard movie. Yeah. You know, instead of yeah. being in a building, it's Die Hard on a, at an Not airport. Yeah. Um. So. Um. I this is the one that I had not seen in the longest amount of yeah, time. Same. I had not seen this in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I always remember thinking that it was okay, but yeah. nothing really that special. Um, and so seeing it again, having just watched it again, um, I feel like yeah, I mean that's pretty accurate. Um, I think my biggest problem with it is that it's too, and this is the same problem that you get a lot of times with sequels. It's too much of a of a rehash of the yes. first. But just yeah. not quite as good. It, it's that hard. One point five. Yeah, and, <laughs> it's, it's an like iteration. They, they rather try than... way too hard to kind of follow the same format and mm-hmm. like hit the same beats. <laughs> and as I the feel first. Like and to... it was, I
0: mean, it was clearly deliberate mm-hmm. to like invoke the tone of the first. And I mean, and it's consistent. Like it's a it's a movie that is self referential to yeah the first one and but i feel too much i think
1: they did it in a deliberate way to try and be like can you believe it's happening again yeah they they lean on that way too much way too much it was too much of a crutch to just be like oh we can just refer back to like oh this the nakatomi incident oh Mm. that 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 thing that happened in la and then just having things like you know like his like okay I understand that giving some personal motivation, they have the whole thing with his wife being on the oh, plane, the plane yeah. but she doesn't do anything. She has no impact on the story. It's just yeah. an excuse for him to care. Yeah.
0: Like, ab- ab- above what he probably And would. it's like, okay, Well, it gave him a reason to
1: be there in the first place, but... Yeah, but I know, mean, it could have been anything, but yeah, I mean, yeah. the point is, is that... Could have like, been taking a flight home. Like, I understand yeah, that yeah. they needed to somehow make a way for there to be personal stakes. Yeah. But that, But, like... But give her something to do, you know, like it's she was just they basically just put her there because they were like, well, we need more. We need as many. And then the worst offender of that is having um, the character, the the reporter character. Yeah. Played by um... even less important. Yeah. And, But it just seemed like, oh, well, we, we got to bring back, you know, it's, oh, they even have the cameo from yes. Reginald L. Johnson, yes. who's like the uh, cop in he the He calls first one. him, he calls he, him. He literally just calls him up yeah. to like fax the, the, the uh, fingerprints to him to, um, um, to like get the identities on the things. And it's like the most it, pointless it, it, cameo that's it, it, literally there it's just, to so be, like, just to be like, so oh, forced. hey, remember the first time I heard that you liked so much? Look, we got this this character back and this character back and this character yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. and this character back. and it's like yeah but it doesn't mean anything yeah, it yeah. has no bearing on the yeah. plot it could have been anybody yeah. you know you're not doing anything it, with those it characters is, it is yeah. yeah yeah it's it's and it just seems like they're just trying way too hard to make you think about the first movie, the movie. and the problem is, is, <laughs> is that the first if i'm thinking so much if i'm thinking about the first movie <laughs> then i'm probably not appreciating the second the movie, movie very yeah. much am i you know there's a there's a fine line between Wanting to to be like mm-hmm. a good follow up and like and sort of make you feel like 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 oh yeah like this is really a sequel like mm-hmm. look at all the but it's 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 a it's a sequel but it's like it's so forced at how yeah. like it's so um because it's it's a it's it's not it doesn't really have the same sort of feel it's a much more generic well action movie of the time exactly
0: and that's you know? all I was gonna say was other than the things that are the like a quote-unquote, like, tribute-slash-reference mm-hmm. to the first movies, this movie feels way more like your standard 80s mm-hmm. uh, action movie. Like, I feel you could have swapped out John McClane and thrown in Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. Mm-hmm. B- movie would have been fine exactly the same. Yeah, You, you would have had to cut
1: out the Die Hard references?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But B- like we said... But says, the movie w- wouldn't have made like any we difference. Said, because those references yeah. have nothing to do with to the movie, be, really, yeah. they're just put there to be like... Like, wink, wink, hey, this is a Die Hard movie, right? You can tell because it it has all these references. It's so
0: completely... Yeah, it's really... Like,
1: it lacks... It's pathetic. It lacks
0: (laughs) so much originality. Now, that being said, it's it's not terrible. It's not a bad movie. It's decently done. It's
1: one of those, like, it's not a bad action movie, it's just not a great Die Hard movie. It's decently done, it's just... Like, I yeah. wouldn't even say it's not a good Die hard movie. Yeah. I just feel like it's pointless that it is a Die hard movie. Yeah, exactly. Because it has nothing really to do now, with it. this... And it tries way too hard to make you be like, like, oh, yeah, this is totally a Die hard movie. Yeah. See, there's this reference, this reference, and there's this character in this cameo, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're like, look, oh, everything's, everything's it's, exactly it's, anytime, the same. Anytime, You're going to love it, right? It's minutes... all exactly the same as the first movie. It, it's and almost it's like, like... yeah, It's one, one of a those movies
0: thing. where, like, they clearly... They didn't have confidence in the movie on its own, yeah. And they were like every ten minutes, "Oh no, the audience have man to remind from God. people." And it's a die-hard
1: movie, so you like it, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's pathetic. Yeah,
1: yeah. but um, like I say, it's not a terrible. This movie, is one of the but... movies. This
0: is one uh, being that again, I hadn't seen it like I don't mm-hmm. ages, and it's sort of the one that I always remember being like the huh, huh, hum, yeah. uh, of the of the sort of the initial run of die-hard's. Yeah. Uh I didn't really know a lot about it, so I did some looking into it. Uh, and just some research on your know, production it was very successful it, it, uh, again almost double the the yeah, gross of the but original but again that's probably just based on the goodwill the from, yeah, from the first exactly yeah. uh, and uh, but like looked at some of the production stuff on it and it had like just such a ho-hum yeah. like uh, production and but so little care was taken into it looking at the um, on IMDb they do the list of uh, like movie goofs and uh like uh things that you know just don't make sense yeah and things, yeah like plot holes and plot, plot holes and stuff problems and holy a lot of g- stuff it is the single longest mm-hmm. in any movie i've ever seen almost mm-hmm. every single scene <laughs> yeah, some has problem. something from just like literally like 10 seconds go by and they've already screwed up something like moved a guy's earpiece from one ear to another so he's talking yeah. like this in one ear and then he and then the next, well, it's like,
1: they probably flipped the shot.
0: Literally seconds later, he's he's turned the other way and he's got his finger at his right ear rather than his left yeah. ear, and it's
1: because they, they probably. Hilarious
0: enough, flip the shots entire premise of not only the entire premise of the movie could never actually have happened in real life because of how actually airport, uh, like how they're set up to prevent a situation like this. Like, this movie never could have actually happened in real life. But to be uh, fair, I action, mean, action movies often true, stretch At those... least... At least... But don't do it in such an obvious way that... Uh, right down to the end scene when he's on the, the plane uh, fighting bad guys and he, and he you know, jettisons the fuel, jumps off the plane, blows up the plane. Like, that plane doesn't have an exterior fuel dump. So the entire premise
1: of how he blows up the plane can't happen. But at the same time... It's shown, so it's well in the universe. Those scenes,
0: he's on a different, wi- in the, a different plane in The universe than, yeah. that that
1: movie takes place yeah.
0: in, and and right down to the hilarious final scene, which admittedly looks amazing when he lights the fire, it zooms up and blows the plane yeah. out literally impossible to happen because fire can't travel that fast yeah i know that <laughs> yeah
1: but, but it's it's, it's a,
0: still it's, it's a great it's like one of those but that's what i mean by yeah. like it's one of those and like the, the crash oh, it, yeah and then
1: the crash er, the crash earlier the, oh the, the first plane crash yeah, like yeah where spectacular, the plane like bounces twice like they just the all the like effects stuff like yeah. this like the, the sort of stunty stuff mm-hmm. and the and the the sort of like uh pyro effects, pyro and effects all that stuff. kind of stuff yeah Great, but like, that's amazing. all the, stuff the that, production like, value. Aspect, that's all,
0: yeah, exactly. So That's well done. all the
1: very like, oh, makes this, this might not is make the, sense, but but this it's is the, the spectacular... like, It's the
0: standard, like, oh, it's an action movie, so mm-hmm. this is where the attention was played yeah. to, like the the. But the I'd say the, it was the, above average on that. The, the, yeah, on that yeah the, no, that's what they I mean. Did like, like, great like job. that's where they paid attention to mm-hmm. things like like the gunfights and yeah. stuff like that. Although hilariously, very un. Compared to the first Die Hard, Mm -hmm. like, so much more gunfight, so much less blood. Yeah. Most guys get shot, and there's, like, no, like, other than them flailing backwards, almost no traces of them being actually shot. Like, versus the first movie, where every bullet is just blood everywhere. And it's, but it's also, like, the scale of this movie. He fights so many bad guys. Versus the first movie, where it's, like, like, he's got, like, eight guys to kill. And well, yes, he's got more than, not, he not, but, a yeah. more than that, but it's, you know, it's it's not a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so it's very... In the first movie, it's very personal, mm. and this is, it is like the one man fighting an army kind of, yeah. you know. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, so, yeah, it definitely, yeah, it definitely is not...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's good, know. but it's, it's, yeah. it, it just, it, it's trying way too hard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Absolutely. To, yeah. to just be like, hey, it's a tired movie, so you mm-hmm. gotta mm-hmm. like it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Then it was we, took, um, we took a, take a take a take a nice five year break. Yeah, five years still not really that mm-hmm. much, really. No, I mean, not as far as you're still within the nineties. You're mm-hmm.
0: still it, well, we're into a part know. of movie production where sequels were not necessarily or uh let's necessarily see sequels but uh, when actors appear it, weren't it wasn't like an annual thing yeah where we're we're getting a new you like are, john McClane or new action yeah. movie every year kind of yeah thing, like, yeah i mean even bond bond you know exactly slowed that was down. quite a bit you know, during well i mean period. this was
1: right around that time where where they had had their long hiatus there and mm-hmm. then they were just this was just before pierce Brosnan, or yeah. just after pierce yeah. just before part? just before yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Bond was still on its hiatus at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Die Hard with a Vengeance, mm-hmm. the third film, mm-hmm. released uh, May 1995, so just under yeah. just under five years later. Yeah. Um, John McTiernan returns as director yes! this time. Yes! Um, And I was actually surprised to find out that, because in my memory, I'd always thought like, okay, yeah, Die Hard 2 was the one that was like, sort of okay, but, you know, nothing too special. Mm-hmm. And then Die Hard with Vengeance was kind of like, kind of a step back up a bit. Yeah. But it turns out that the the reviews and whatnot were actually really mixed, mixed on, on this. Vengeance. Um, so I was like, huh. Turns out people just want more of the same. So I was like, huh, that's <laughs> interesting. Well, let's see what I think watching it again. Yeah. And so I watched it again. Yeah. And if anything, I would say that I liked it even more well, than I did back then. I was amazed at how good Diary of the Vengeance was. This... It's incredible. It I is, don't understand why, it how is, it could have gotten... Now, no, I like. No, part of it is also
0: I think the him having uh, Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. Basically, this is a a buddy movie Mm -hmm. in some ways. Like helps a lot, and I like like Samuel
1: Jackson as an actor. Mm -hmm. He's incredible. Uh, He's incredible in this. Um, I mean, he got good reviews for it anyway. So that wasn't one uh, of the problems that people cited.
0: Is uh, like if if Die Hard is a nine, Mm -hmm. Die Hard with a Vengeance is, like, an
1: 8.9. Yeah, I... Like... Honestly, I always remember it being a slight step back up. Yeah. But I did not remember this is, it being as good as it, as I'm, it is. I'm, it is incredible. I'm actually
0: fairly sure I've probably seen this one more than the original Die Hard, because I really like this movie. Like, probably
1: not because uh, the original Die Hard's quite yeah, the older, yeah. so
0: I've seen that a number of times, yeah. you know. Uh, I, I hadn't seen it in
1: quite a long time. Not quite as long as with Die Hard 2, obviously. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but... Um, uh by the way we never really talked about because we talked about the villain in die hard the original we didn't really talk about the villain in (laughs) die hard Two, but that's because it's nothing really that special guy yeah i mean william sadler is a good actor yeah but um there's there's kind of like three main villains in a way it's very kind of just muddled and that
0: is sort of the one clever thing about the the one slightly clever thing about the plot of the film is how Mm -hmm. they sort of layered the villains yeah i mean it's all right but But, none of
1: them are particularly interesting or memorable um so I just wanted to. Quickly, this we have Jeremy Irons as the villain. Yeah, I thought he was amazing. I again, Simon I did not remember. Like I really, really enjoyed *Die Hard: mm-hmm. Vengeance. I I always thought it was good. I do not remember it being yeah. this good. Yeah. Like I enjoyed the hell out is of it. It's a spectacular from film, beginning to yeah. end. And to me, this is what the sequel to should, Die this Hard should, be, should. This should be. This should have been *Die Hard* two because yeah. it doesn't try to just be a copy of the original. No. It does different things, and it brings the franchise to another level. Yeah, in terms of actually trying to do something a little different, having mm-hmm. a bit of different scope, but you still Ooh. have that central character that has the same feel. It's yeah. you still have the you know where he's way out of his depth. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He's just kind of muddling through it all. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he. he and in this one, he's in an even worse place because oh, yeah, yeah. he's like completely just broken down. Really By this what, point, like, he's like his, his marriage is done. Oh basically. Yeah, 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 Um yeah. He's well, yeah, you know, mostly anyway. He, yeah, virtually yeah. an alcoholic. Well, like, oh yeah. He's on suspension at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and and ruined. He's, like, he's just even an more alcoholic. A, mess. He's even more of a mess. No. Um, well, he spends the whole movie looking for aspirin, basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and Die Hard Three: The Search for Aspirin. Yeah, see, and that's the <laughs> thing is, is instead of like in the in Die Hard Two where the running joke is let's see how much we can refer back to Die Hard one and the fact that they he's divorced himself from the fact that he's been in this situation before yeah, yeah. instead of that being the running joke the running joke is how in what a bad place he's in and the fact that he has a horrible yeah. hangover through the entire thing yeah and he's just he just wants to get some peace you know it, it makes me wonder with the director change if uh the director of Die Hard. i'm sorry
0: i forget his name uh the first one? Or? Yeah, and this one, yeah. John McTiernan. John McTiernan. Yeah. Uh, he uh,
1: he saw Die Hard 2, and he's yeah. like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, he's like, you know, what's like, the point? He's, the, he's pro- he was probably like, yeah, I already made that movie. <laughs> yeah, it I was exactly called Die Hard. Yeah. I'm going to make something different. Yeah, and it, because, like,
0: divorcing himself so much from the, yeah. the... It allowed them to take the same character and put him in what is... Uh, like such a different situation than the first one like rather than being trapped somewhere Mm -hmm. he's literally running around everywhere like it is the opposite but like as far as sequels go plot wise and uh, I'm not going to spoil it but you, you don't find this out till later in the movie yeah
1: much later it, it than is in the first movie.
0: super related to mm-hmm. the first movie, unlike the second one, which was straight up just a coincidence. Yeah. Like, they went as far as... Like, normally this this movie not take place at Christmas, it takes place in the middle of summer. Like, there is no... Yeah. you know, like they're like, let's do everything the reverse. Yeah, you know? which was awesome. Yeah, like you know, was... he won't be alone. He'll have a guy. he'll have he have yeah. a par- partner, quote unquote partner. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll stick him with with the, with a the guy. Oh, it was great. Um,
1: and 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 their interaction throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, like sort of being kind of like opposites, but mm-hmm. like having that respect that they yeah. develop, and and like, um, you know, and again, you have you have a villain that's very like in the vein of Hans Gruber, but yeah. not just a copy of Hans no, Gruber. No, He's got his own and, things, and he's And plays, just, and just that, the clever, the,
0: the clever-ish yeah. plan, like, as, and from the audience point of view, you sort of see through it because you're so sort disposed of to, mm-hmm. but the characters in the movie don't. Like, uh, like that is an interesting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, development, versus, like, I mean, this is always, and this is a diehard thing, mm-hmm. straight through from the first one to the fifth one, you know, for the bad guys, it's always about the money. Mm-hmm. And th- that is the one thing that John says that in this
1: one. Yeah. Like, you know, but... But <laughs> what's cool is that, um, yeah, what I, what I like is that, the unlike in the second one, where they're constantly kind of pathetically trying to remind you, hey, hey, this is a Diary movie because yeah. we've got this, this, and this, and this. In the, in this one, there are references or are, there are things that relate Mm -hmm. to the first movie and particularly to the backstory of the first movie, almost more so than the first movie itself. Mm -hmm. um, Because there are, you know, there are things that relate to, um, like, for example, in the first movie, it's established that he's actually a New York cop. Yeah. um, But the movie, but the first two movies the story takes place in in, in LA because he's visiting for the whole thing with his wife and stuff. And then in the second one, it's at the airport in Washington yeah. uh, because that's where he's meeting her coming in on the plane. Yeah. So the third movie is actually the first time we see him actually as a New York cop. Mm-hmm. Um, this one. Um, but that's something that was established right from the beginning in the first movie. Yeah. So it kind of references that, but in a way that we've never seen because now we're actually seeing him as a New York cop. Yeah. You know, instead of him just saying every five minutes, I'm a New York cop, which is like what they would do in the second movie. (laughs) Yeah, So it's like, it's actually something that is, it is going back right back to the beginning of the first movie, but it's also something we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And all of the things that kind of play off of the first movie are kind of like that. They're like, they're references, but they're not these kind of like really on the nose. Yeah ridiculous it's not just references like, it's, that, Yeah, it doesn't have that parody it's, reference. It's not a copy yeah. of the first one, yeah. but it does mm-hmm. but it is uh it does grow out of yeah. you know, like I say, especially the backstory of the first one. Yeah. Um eh, so yeah so this one was based on again was not, again, original, not an original not originally die written. written to be diehard. It was based <laughs> on just like a standalone script called Simon says mm-hmm. Um, which actually at one point was also considered to be turned into, uh, the fourth lethal weapon movie. Huh? Um, but, uh, they ended up making it into Die Hard, and, uh, which I mean, when you think about it that way, you're like, okay, I can kind of see like, yeah, you, yeah. you got the two characters Chairs, and yeah. they, those could have been the characters from that have easily blah, 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 yeah, yeah. you know, you could see where that could, could mm. that adaptation could be made fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it works great. And I feel like uh, even though it, it's such a departure from Die Hard in the sense of like, it's not just taking place in a specific location. Like you say, it's not just him by himself having to like fight all these guys at once yeah, or not at once, but you know, like mm-hmm. slowly take them all out. I mean, the him actually having to fight bad guys doesn't
0: happen until so far into the film yeah. because of
1: all like the other stuff that are yeah. going on. But you know. I feel like in, in many ways it has... The feel is almost more authentic mm. because, like I say, it feels more like a real sequel because it feels like, oh, this is just a different thing that happens in this character's life, yeah, as yeah. opposed to just being a copy of the first and yeah. saying like, oh, here's another thing that happened that's somehow exactly the same as what happened la- last, last time, time. which and is like, which no, is this very, is a different like '80s action movie thing to do. but it is, but it is, but, but I, that's why I thought this one really yeah. took it to nope. a different level. Um, Absolutely. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. And I think John McTiernan coming back helped to sort of like form that because because having done the first movie, he would be able to sort of like, okay, it's a diehard movie. I know how to do that. But at the same time, I don't want to just redo what I did on the first movie. So, you know, we'll take yeah. it to another kind of level. And that's what they did. And that's great. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So. So the, 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 so that's basically that's the Die Hard trilogy. Dri- Thanks, Thanks for tuning in this that's, week. That's the Die Hard trilogy. <laughs> and so that's as it lay for like 12, Twelve years. years. Yeah. Um so you know there was probably never really any thought that that like There was
0: unfortunately no really good 1999 mm-hmm. Die Hard 4 follow-up mm-hmm. to Die Hard 3. Yeah. Instead, we got a Die Hard in 2007.
1: So the next one was Live Free or Die Hard, mm-hmm. in, which came out in June 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's now 12 years later. Yeah. Um, and this is like a real kind of shift uh, in this series, not just because of changing kind of how the movie itself was, but mm-hmm. because it's just a very different time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now suddenly we're out of the 90s, we're into the later two thousand, the second yeah. half of the like 2000s. We, we, we almost skipped a decade of two thousand. So now it's like, okay, in the third movie, you know, they had to kind of scramble to find somebody with a cell phone. Yeah. But they existed. Yeah. But now, we, now we're now we into 2007. Now we're into the Everybody's time got smartphones. everyone has them. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so that's that's different right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, all that running around with between payphones and stuff like that that they do in the third so one. Good. A, so as well good, as well. But I mean, there is a lot of cell phone use in the third one because yeah. they weren't that rare yeah, by yeah, ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they certainly weren't. ubiquitous. Well, was, uh, they steal the guy's car. And yeah. He's got the. He steal. He steal. Cause cause he he's, got yeah. he's got a car phone. Yeah, he's got a car phone. I mean, certainly they were. They were not yeah. like super rare, but they also weren't ubiquitous the way yeah. they were. Yeah. You know, they were by now, or even by two thousand seven. Um, so yeah, it's just a real different world. And then there's the change in Bruce Willis. Cause like, you know, I think, I feel like it's kind of symbolized by like, does, Bruce- does he have hair or does he yeah. not have hair? Yeah, yeah. You know, that was sort of the big shift. How bold is Bruce Willis well, in this movie? That was the big shift. And you could see it starting to go yeah. in the third movie. Yeah. You could see the hairline kind of escaping. Mm. Yeah. But it was still kind of there. Mm. And then. This one now we get the fully shaved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, you modern I mean, Bruce you, you, Willis. You,
0: people probably see Bruce Willis movies like the in, yeah. in the intervening years, and so the you, you could you could make a flip book of, of the but Bruce it, Willis's yeah. receding but, but hair. But now, you know, so
1: I mean, it, you know, and now, now he's old enough that, yeah. you know, you have a secondary character who actually is his daughter. Yeah. Who's now grown up yeah well because this actually takes place because it's 12 years eno- later al- like, enough time yeah. later you know this is the, the this is is now almost, almost
0: always take place in real
1: time yeah time this passage, is almost yeah. 20 years now yeah. since the first movie yeah um so you know it's kind of funny that it sort of comes full circle in a way because in the in the in the book that the first movie is based on he's coming to to see his daughter yeah and then that's turned into his wife in the movie because he's made younger now he's actually old enough yeah. That it, that his daughter is the the s- uh, secondary character. Yeah. Um. So this one uh, was directed by Len Wiseman, um, who's uh, I guess known mostly for the Underworld movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it was based on a, uh, a, ma- a magazine article, uh, an- another Wired another not, not written for, <laughs> called "A Farewell to Arms," and then that inspired a yeah. screenplay uh, called uh, ww 3com dot com." Mm-hmm. Sort of, you know, so cyber terrorism basically is what this one's all about. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then that that's was a cl- I like that ww 3com right? Yeah. That that's a that's a that's a and then that, that would have been better so than and then that was adapted. Well, outside of North America, uh, this one was uh, called Die Hard Four That's right. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, which
1: is uh, on the release that I saw. Yeah. Uh, actually, which is still a pun, but maybe not quite as bad of a pun. The, as the release like that I, I saw actually had. Both yeah. it had like a double title card of both. Yeah. It
0: was it was li- it was it was it did the, like it did Die Hard 4.0 and then that went away and then it came up Live mm. Free or Die Hard afterwards. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if that was just a particular to the release or or
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, in theaters, it, well, I it think in theaters here the, was, li- it was one or the other. It but, was one or the other. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently, Len Wiseman and Bruce Willis both preferred the Die Hard 4.0 title, uh, which it had for most of the world mm-hmm. um, because. The Live for your Die Hard, the pun of that is only really understood in, in America, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh...
0: Well, I mean, understood, but everybody knows it's referring to an American thing. Yeah. Like, you know. But it's... Yeah, but it was, you know, it's more of a... Yeah, no, it's, so... It's the least... But... That, that, the, the switching from Die Hard 4.0 to Live for your Die Hard mm-hmm. for, for certain releases, the least offensive thing about this film.
1: Um... <laughs> Yeah, but I definitely think it's not a good sign to start no, with because no. don't don't use unless you're making like a, a spoof comedy or something. Mm-hmm. Don't don't use this pun for your title, please. Don't do yeah, that. Like yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, Die Hard with a Vengeance kind of pushes it a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's not really a pun. It, no, it, no, to be fair, it was Die Hard Three, Die Hard with a Vengeance. It sounds good. Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, which, by the way, uh, in case anybody doesn't know, um, sometimes Die Hard Two people have seen it uh, or they some, sometimes people think that it's called die her to die harder that um, is not but, but it's not actually part of the title <laughs> no. um, it, it was uh, it was um, it was in some of the marketing it was kind of more of like a tagline mm-hmm. um, and I think it's listed on like the director's website that way and it's been listed that way in various sort of things but it's not actually part of the title. If you no. see the movie, it just says Die Hard 2. Right. And the the studio just lists it as Die Hard 2. Um, although on the on the box cover it does say Die Harder. Yeah. But um yeah. Uh anyways, yeah, so Live Free Die Hard. Um well, so yeah. Um, well this well, let one me just say. Okay, here's what's interesting cuz I know that you share my fairly low opinion on this one. Yeah. This one actually got extremely really good reviews. Use. It was the most box office success yeah. uh, of any of them. Although, to be fair, that's... It una- only if,
0: made marginally more yeah, that, than Die Hard
1: with a Vengeance I, yeah. 12 years earlier. I mean, that's <laughs> unadjusted, so obviously the older ones are still more yeah, successful yeah, yeah. if you actually think about the yeah. time difference. But technically speaking, yeah. it it grossed the most and it got really good reviews. The best reviews of any of them other than the first. Um and I, I don't understand. I mean, I rewatched it to to give it a chance. I got a opposite reaction to Die Hard. The I got less than forty minutes
0: into rewatching it, mm-hmm. and I just said, "I don't care," and turned it off. Yeah, I just, I was just like,
1: I remember how this ends I vaguely. The, I had the opposite. I don't care. Yeah, I had the opposite <laughs> reaction to what I had with Die Hard: Revenge, where it was even better than I remember it being. This was even worse than I this, remember it being. I, exactly. I was hoping, like, okay, I was remember, okay. I remember the plot.
0: Okay. To me, no offense, steals the internet. All right. Uh, I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, he, the, the Bruce Willis and his daughter and, and he teams up with Justin Long. So we got mm. kind of like the buddy thing going from the oh, last one. But, but no, And then but like, no. oh, remember I mean, oh, this was the PG 13 one. There was a big deal about that. Yeah, And then I remember like when I saw this in the theater, the PG 13 thing, like, eh, that didn't really matter. No. And it doesn't. I agree because with that. This movie was rated R? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Still terrible.
1: Yeah. I have the DVD that has the uncut, the uncut version. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where it is basically an um, I, I honestly, doesn't I don't even recall score. what I was watching. It doesn't make I didn't it. Know, I don't know. I can't remember if they
0: swore on the one I watched or not. It, it doesn't really
1: make it a better <laughs> movie. Uh, I, three
0: days ago and I don't remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think there's, there's really no reason not to watch the uncut yeah. one because it's just, it's the exact same movie. Just with like more, gra- like more cursing and more. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, there's really no reason not to watch it, really, um, but it doesn't really make it any better. Um, I thought the Justin Long character was okay at, at times, but honestly, I was I thought he was really annoying and really just not interesting. Yeah, like um, the whole thing is just like he, he definitely yeah. There's a couple of decent set pieces. Um, the thing, the part with uh, McLean and the um, the jet, where he has to take down the jet. That's like oh oh oh, because it's it's, it's, it's it's like a jump jet. It's a it's a Harrier, yeah yeah yeah. It, it's not a Harrier, but it's isn't it? A, you know, oh, it's like something that can hover. It's anywhere, like an yeah. F something. something. Oh, okay okay yeah. It yeah. just has the one big jet that can that can swivel down, but right, right. Um, but yeah no like but like the jet isn't taken over by the bad guys or anything, and the jet is. Like from the government, but it's yeah, just yeah. that they've been duped into thinking that he's the bad guy, so they're attacking him. So he has to find a way to take down this jet, yeah, uh, without actually, you know, hurting the pilot or anything who's just doing his job, doesn't know any better. And, um, that sequence is actually pretty good, yeah. Um, but the biggest problem, and you saw a little bit of it in Die Hard 2. But they kind of pull back from it again in, in 3. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem with this one... Well, not the biggest problem. There's many big problems. <laughs> but the, but one of the big problems is that... <laughs> the biggest
0: problem with this movie is it's Die Hard 4.0. The biggest
1: problem... One of the big problems with this one is that they've basically totally abandoned this the, the whole kind of like underdog... Yeah. You know, he regular guy who just perseveres aspect. And he's become completely... One of the over to the top like nice superhuman and action he's heroes dealing that with every problem other... that like in the pr- previous three movies. Yeah. Say what you will, but there's two, a reason why he's isolated. He's isolated, and, and he's also, the only one who the can thing deal he's with dealing it. with
0: it is a very localized event. Yeah. Like he he's, he's dealing with like a bunch of terrorists in the building he's in, yeah. or a guy threatening to blow up a, a, some I mean, some he, schools. Even in, the third... in, in the in the yeah. city he's even in. Even the third this movie. He has to save the world
1: yeah. in this one. In the third movie... Well, the country, I guess. Well, but, yeah. But yeah. E- even in the third movie where it's a little more... In the third... He was so <laughs> angry about Die Hard 4. He punched mo- his the, microphone. In the third <laughs> movie where it's a little more wide-ranging because they got to run all over the city. Yeah. But it's like they give a good story reason why he's the only one who can, can do, do this. Yeah. Right? Because it's been requested. Like, the, the, the bad guy has said... McLean has to do mm-hmm. this otherwise i'm going to do these terrible things yeah yeah so it's like he's been specifically Targeted, dictated that yeah. like he has to be involved and he has to do all this stuff so they give a story reason for it mm-hmm. but like this time there's no reason why he has to deal with yeah. all of this look, look well,
0: they, and they and even the get him in that out in the
1: movie yeah
0: he drops off justin long yeah. at the fbi hmm. there after and that this, first sequence where he picks up justin long Every time Justin Long opens his mouth, and I mean, I realize it's not Justin Long's fault. Those are the lines that were yeah. written for him. I feel bad for... It's bad. For, for, uh, uh not, not, not just Joe McClain. I feel bad that, that, uh, the, um... What's the actor's name? Holy crap. Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. I wanted to say Harrison Ford. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm so angry. I can't remember his name. I feel bad that Bruce Willis had to sit there opposite and had to have those lines, like, read to him probably multiple times if they did multiple takes.
1: Yeah. Like, well,
0: oh, and well, he drops him off the FBI yeah. and it's basically they're like, "Thank you. You can go home now."
1: And yeah.
0: And and then and is there any actual reason? The biggest like okay, action movies are full of coincidences. Yeah. That's fine. But there's a good coincidence yeah. and there's a bad coincidence. Yeah. And they draw him into this in the most like yep. just contrived 100%. BSE way. We are one hundred percent.
1: We are one hundred percent on the same page with this. And I is, don't know anybody who really likes this. And movie. it's insane to me that this got such great reviews yeah. and that this is considered to be like one of the best ones. Yeah, it's if not the best. It's, it's, even Bruce Willis went around claiming like, "Oh, this is like." The best one, you know... <laughs> I'm a crazy person. Maybe I'm crazy. He, like, went around claiming yeah. that this was, like, the best one, or at least, or at the very least, the best one since the first one, yeah. which he claimed was the only other one that he thought was good. Yeah. And it's insane. Like, it's insane. I, I cannot understand. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. you know? just...
0: Yeah, because like if you look at like ratings and stuff, and, it, it and Die Hard Three are very similar. Hey, they both hey, have a very similar like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb like review score. And it's like, no this has much
1: higher. Oh, much oh, higher. Oh, 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 uh, oh, I just
0: looked on on, on like Rotten Tomatoes, they're both eighty three percent. This and and Die Hard Three. Um, hmm. Well, for, I, I'm looking at not critic score. I'm looking at. Oh uh, well, personal score because that's what like because we're not critics. No, I, I was looking at like how we yeah, were but reviewing. the critical yeah. scores
1: are the actual what people refer to and talk
0: about. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I was looking at what like people think about the oh, film. Yeah, because well, yeah. sometimes like you have that division where like yeah. oh something critically scores high, yeah, but like like and I was wondering, oh, is that true about this? Like maybe the reviewers liked it, but the audience saw that it was a no. piece of crap. No. no,
1: the audience liked it more than the reviewers.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So. I think another big problem with it is I don't necessarily have a problem with, like, computer-based, like, plot points of, like, like hacking and stuff like that. Like it, The thing you is, used... it actually wasn't
0: even the worst representation of that either for, for a movie. It's not the
1: worst. Not yeah. great, but not the worst. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with those elements being used to further a story, like, to ex- expedite... A, a plot point like yeah. saying like like oh well you know we need to get into this building so you use hacking to like yeah, figure yeah. out a way in or we need to get from point A to point B so we'll like hack the the the, the traffic mm-hmm. system to like be able to get there faster things like that something that that like furthers the plot and expedites the plot to get from one thing one sort of story to the next however please, Please, Hollywood, do not base your entire storylines around the only way to solve all your problems is to not just the only way, but just don't use that as the basic premise of the entire story because it's not good. Yeah, it never never translates well, it's never ever good. No, No. right? Use it as a little bit of seasoning Mm -hmm. to like make something work better Mm. in the story or expedite something. Well, but be, do not use because it as of the how it's of the because movie. of how it's always I was shown. bored to death. Because oh. I was just like, it always rings hey, so false. Let's sit around and talk about computers for a bit longer. What an awesome diary movie this is! But it's not oh, even God. that.
0: It's just because how stuff like how computers and hacking is always represented in movies. Yeah. Anybody who's, I mean, in this day and age, anybody who's even used a, a smartphone, that stuff always rings false. And it always like you know they're talking BS. Yeah. And you know it's and it's not even good BS like uh you know, like when they use like tech talk in Star Trek. Yeah. Where yeah. they like they make up the tech words. But that's to exactly fit in. what I'm talking about. And they sorry. It's like they don't even they the, it's bad BS.
1: Yeah. But that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. Babble in Star Trek is designed specifically just to smooth over. Exactly. You know, getting yeah. from one place to another in the story or to explain some sort of plot point in a very succinct, not succinct to replace chunks way, of dialogue. Right. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. And that keeps your, keeps your, it keeps you when it's used to keep the story flowing mm-hmm. and keep the pace going and get from one mm-hmm. Plot point to the next, and one place from the net to the next, yeah, and, and all that kind of stuff. That's fine, that's exactly what it should be used for. But don't just sit around and talk about computers well, for five minutes. Like, the I whole, don't care, like, the whole that scene has nothing to do with the story. The whole it's scene is not interesting, well, it, it's not exciting. It's,
0: it's, it's one of those things that it, it happens anytime they do the like, we need to explain, but we don't have a good way. And you see this also often in, um, although it's a bit of a rarer, more rare genre um fantasy movies when they'll try to explain like the magic of what's going yeah. on and they'll go on and on and on yeah and just like you realize none of this matters yeah, like, you're care. not
1: actually explaining. how does that anything. actually impact the like, plot i
0: need story
1: you know, here not what do i need to know yeah. to yeah. make this story work and mm-hmm. to get from one thing to the next yeah, yeah. that's all i want to know exactly yeah keep going yeah you know and it it just yeah, it will makes it it makes a movie that's already kind of mediocre. It, it just Dread. It bogged down yeah. so much yeah. in that stuff, and like you said, you couldn't even finish it this time around. I fi- I, I finished it, but like I was probably <laughs> good old, like I was probably paying well, like 50, 50 attention to it yeah, by the yeah. end because I was just like, oh my god, this I just is don't care tedious, yeah. it's so the, tedious.
0: I mean, like the only good, real good scene in the movie is where he. Drives the cop car into the helicopter. It's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, you saw the best part of the yeah. movie. There are uh, some
1: good action like set pieces mm-hmm. in this. Like I said, I mentioned the thing with the yeah. jet as well. But the but they're not diehard no. action. Because and it's like he he again, they made him too much mm-hmm. of a typical again, action the, movie. The fact that super heroic The base
0: material that this was drawn from and that it was adapted into a diehard mm-hmm. makes this, like we said earlier, like Throughout the 90s, we saw a lot of movies, in fact, even later in the 90s, we're still seeing it. Uh, this is like Die Hard, but... Yeah. And this movie feels like it's not a Die Hard movie. It's like Die Hard, but with computers, only it also happens to be a Die Hard movie. Yeah. And so it's like a crappy tribute, not tribute, but like a crappy like remake of the Die Hard movies, but
1: it's still a Die Hard movie. Yeah. No, yeah, I I, yep. I I it it yep. blew me away that it apparently got like such good reaction because I it it yeah, wow. Wow. No. Yeah, um, it's really amazing. I did I, I, I don't understand I, I did like
0: uh this time around I, I can I can sort of understand some people maybe liking this movie in a little bit of jest in that like sort of uh not from what I saw like in that, like, this is a bad movie, like, there's some bits you could, you can laugh yeah, at sort of some of the badness. The, that
1: doesn't seem to be what the... Yeah, I know, but, like, that's what I mean. Like, I could
0: see that, but that definitely doesn't seem to be the case. It no, just seems to be generally like, well-liked.
1: Yeah, I, and I don't get it.
0: Maybe it's from a, 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 like, what I, a group what of reviewers yeah, that just aren't familiar
1: with the old diehards? I don't, don't know. Not according to what yeah. I read, but... And, well, yeah. then, like you said, like, even, like, Bruce Willis was yeah but yeah. i mean again you don't know how much of that is just saying that in yeah, yeah yeah so i that, mean you know. a lot of times because you, you're not going to make a movie and then start being like yeah this one was crap yeah. you yeah. might you might say that years, years later, later or it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, yeah. but Sorry. you can't promote a movie you can't go out and promote a movie and and talk about it being bad bad yeah, yeah you yeah. know Everybody like when a new movie comes out, oh, everybody the always cast always is like, oh and this one's great, this one's the best yeah, yeah, yet. And as, blah, blah, as it's bobbing in the box, box office this best one. movie I've I ever mean, done. Just, they always do that <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. just part of promoting it. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it. That's yeah. fine. But it's he part of the gig. You didn't have to say it was the best one. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just ugh. <laughs> the
0: best one. Oh, no. Demonstratably not true. Nobody well, that's the thing. Him saying that is just as unbelievable as everything else that happens in this movie. And
1: I feel like, it, and, and saying that, again, I, I, I understand it's just like a promotional thing. Yeah, yeah. but saying that, I feel like it really unfairly craps on the third one, Yeah, which I feel is <laughs> yeah. very impressive. Craps on the first one. But, but especially on the third one, because no. I feel like... You take that back, Bruce Willis. You take I, that back right I feel, now. I feel like it, it just, it didn't get the the recognition that it deserved yeah. because it tried to do something different that had the diehard feel, but was completely different in every other way. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe, that maybe that's what confused people. Um, but yeah. Um, so I, I will yeah. say I liked um, Kevin Smith's part. Um, in, I, I didn't get that, that one, far. I didn't get uh, that far. A lot more than I did the uh, first time seeing it. I, I I was like, it's actually not too bad. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like a small part. Like it's, it's like a glorified cameo. Yeah. But like he was, he did a decent job, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the, the character's not as annoying. It's not
0: just, like, some bad stunt casting. Yeah, and the character's
1: yeah. not as annoying as I kind of remember that yeah. it would have been. It's still pretty cliche, you know, yeah. the whole thing of, like, living in, you know, in his mom's basement, and then, but having all this, like, super fancy hacker yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and everything, and, you know, I mean, it's it's really terrible in that sense, but the way it's actually it handled... Yeah, yeah, but the way it's handled is actually better than I remembered, yeah. and, and the character itself was more sort of amusing and... and interesting than 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 i mm-hmm. remembered um so then we have another big gap I'm taking a uh, seven year another, break uh, six, year six break. years six year break, right? Uh, a little less than six years actually um so we have um the fifth film and the last so far mm-hmm. um uh and that's uh, a good day to die hard which yeah. is an even worse pun than live for die hard <laughs> yeah Um, They've taken their uh, pun titles to a new new height or low as it may be. For some reason,
0: this one doesn't bother me as much, though, as the other one. probably the worst. But that's
1: probably just shock after the last one. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, This one was uh, released in February 2013, which is never a good sign, putting something uh, what should be a big movie out in February. Um, This one definitely had... This one is the only one that was directly written to be a Die Hard hard film from start to finish. And is kind of a sequel to the last movie in some ways because it still deals with him going back and dealing with his kids. Kids and stuff. um, His daughter uh, that was played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the last movie has a small little bit of of appearances in this one uh and it kind of follows K-O, off yeah it kind of follows off from the fir- from the yeah. last one where in the last one he kind of repaired his relationship with her and then this one is about uh his relationship with his son and kind of getting that back you know um this and this one was directed by john moore um who also has a pretty mixed career yeah um it's had you know a six su- a success i guess and then some real what was this he did um, Behind Enemy Lines. Guess, oh, yeah, was, yeah, 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 That's a decent film. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, highlighted. I like that, and I like that movie. Well. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, he's made some major flops. One of like, uh, the, What's his name's last film? Uh, he had some major flops like the Max Payne movie and stuff like that. So That's right. He did the Max He's Payne got like a movie. real Ever mixed, seen that? real mixed bag um, on, his, on his thing. So much like with, with Rennie Harlan, you know, like... Um, and... Uh, yeah, so this one was definitely by far the worst rated, oh. the biggest sort of bomb of the yeah. series in terms of, um, you know, we're looking at like a, I think it was like a 14% you know, with, it got, it got critically ripped. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it did okay, but nothing mm-hmm. great. Um, personally, I think. I think it's better than the previous one. Yeah. Just because it's more fun. Like, no part and it's of it, like, made... Like, less insulting. Bo- I was never
0: bored or irritated while yeah. watching this one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which was, I was in Maybe a consistent... Maybe a little irritated here and there yeah. at some of the really worst but... Like, bits, yeah. but like not irritated to, it's, like... It's It's, you know, it's an average... It's pre- again. It's pretty generic. It's it's not really diehard, but
0: and that's the thing is neither of like four or five the, the two new are new very, new are, ones. Are
1: die diehard sort of post two thousand. Yeah, I sort of understand. Like this one, I thought they did a better job with the character on, yeah. on the last one. Like like I thought John McClane felt more felt like more, John McClane. Yeah, he's still kind of. I mean, he's definitely. They've moved him into a new kind of category of where he's he's just like any other. Uh, big, action, big action hero where he's kind of like nice superhuman and mm-hmm. kind of can do anything and is just kind of like better at everything than everybody else and they, they've kind of you know so they've kind of genericized him in that way but still I felt like he felt more authentically yeah. like John McClane than he did in the previous one but still it's different and I mean yeah okay people change when they get older I suppose yeah but eh, you know it was a real mixed bag on that um i'd say it was it felt marginally more more authentic mm-hmm. like to the character but nothing too too spectacular um this one goes back to the sort of having like more of like a more like in in die Hard with vengeance where it's like more of like a buddy partner kind of yeah thing it's where with him t- and his, his, son. his son turns out to be like a CIA agent or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. He's a CIA. And he even double know. Yeah. and and so like you know, they both kinda run around and be action heroes. Again,
0: it, this is this falls in the same category. as sort of similar to the last one. Like like you said, it's a more generic action, but it also falls into that like it's a level of like action movie that is not this isn't the kind of thing John McClane gets involved in. No. Like he's not flying around now, other countries. That
1: being said <laughs> that being said, like, although there's nothing this one's not great. I certainly don't think it deserves as much hate as it got. Yeah. Like, um, it's, well, I found it, it much more, like how Ford didn't deserve the love. This one, I found it the much hate. more entertaining yeah. than the previous yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and again, but again, it has some really spectacular action set yeah. pieces for like, sure. For sure. The, the, the thing with the driving, uh, the, oh, that which, whole chase, the chase, the that chase, whole chase is really where they, great where they, they set the new record for the most cars destroyed destroy Um, and uh, take that Blues Brothers. Yeah, well, it was funny because GI Joe, the first GI Joe movie, actually took that. Oh, did record oh. which stood with from Blues Brothers. For, Speaking of mediocre movies, which stood on <laughs> Blues Brothers for like almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the first GI Joe movie took that. Well, it's really hard to justify ruining
0: more cars than that in a chase scene because but, because it was done for comedic value. Yeah. Now I don't know if, in Blues Brothers to do yeah. it in an action movie. You had to do it with purpose, yeah, and it's hard to justify. Now that. I don't
1: know if um, the stuff in the um, Good Day to Die Hard, if if that actually did take that record, right, I don't know yeah. if it did or not. It may not have, but they they wreck a lot they wreck a car. lot of cars in that yeah. in that sequence. But it's not just about that; it's like an actual exciting, yeah, great chasing action yeah. sequence and chasing. Mm. Um, I thought that was amazing. Mm. Um. The the helicopter stuff at the end, yes. I thought was a good kind of yep. callback to like the helicopter explosion in the first first movie, one, yep. which was uh, <clears throat> which was good. Uh, I mean, I think they've had helicopters. Just, they've destroyed blown like, up helicopters yeah, in, every, every, in every in every, every movie, I think, yeah. except maybe the second one. Um, but, um, I'm trying to think now, I, they yeah. may have. I just don't recall no, like. Yeah, yeah there being a helicopter involved in the second one, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty standard diehard thing, but the way they sort of did it in the new one with the smashing against the building yeah. and exploding and kind of rolling down the side of the building, very similar to the first one, it definitely felt like it was an intentional callback. But see, that's the kind of thing that, that's cool, because it just, it makes you think about that moment from the first one without being too like on the nose and being like, like, see, 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 it's just like the first one. Like, it, it didn't feel like it was like badgering you with it. It just felt like a nice kind of almost subtle little nod. Mm-hmm. Um, So stuff like that, you know, and I've never seen, I've never seen a movie, uh, you know, certainly not an action movie like this where, you know, they use like Chernobyl as like a, as a They, bolt, they to... bolt the
0: helicopter that's chasing the plane as it's taking off uh, in Die Hard 2.
1: Yeah like I said I was, like yeah. I said I was yeah. sure there probably was yeah. a helicopter yeah. explosion in that one I yeah. just didn't yeah. distinctly okay. so I just wanted to make sure that they kept the what happens when you watch them all like in <laughs> such close proximity they other. bleed together a little and bit just like marathon them basically <laughs> yeah um, but yeah I was pretty sure there was a helicopter in, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. every everyone, in everyone. Yeah, yeah. keeping, that, um,
0: keeping um, that keeping the helicopter tradition alive.
1: but yeah like uh, I thought the, going to, to Chernobyl was an interesting was cool. yeah. you know idea for again a like setting. all that stuff
0: great None of it screams Die Hard. Yeah. It is And no, it's not. And it's this is like one of those like it's and they didn't even do what I thought they were going to do in this film, which was like, okay, his son is clearly like and he's got the same bloody name. His the is or
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's called he's normally called Jack, Jack but that's but a nickname. That's a nickname. He's John McClane, McClane Jr., Jr. basically, yeah. And
0: Junior. Uh yeah.
1: called the dog Indiana. <laughs> know,
0: yeah. Well fond memories of that dog. Uh,
1: uh another franchise we can touch
0: on. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can handle the end the way that ends. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well yeah, definitely not necessarily in the same upswing. Um uh but uh <laughs> trade Shiloh for Justin Long, Uh <laughs> but um Oh man. Yeah. yeah. look, three
1: great movies you can talk about. Just uh, hey, Justin Long yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I hated the character that he played in. The but movie, again, like I said, but he's he's good. Like yeah. I've seen him in things where he was good, and he's yeah. a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. But he didn't he didn't write his lines no, in that movie, no, no, you know. No. So it's like he's funny, but he's funny when he improvs and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. he was not doing funny lines. No. And it was just such an annoying character that you know it just makes you angry. Anyways. Uh, but what, what I thought they were to do is character. I thought
0: they were going to do a like almost like a a passing this is going to be the passing the torch movie mm-hmm. where like his son becomes right John McClane yeah but by the time we meet his son his son is already international spy action star we're already <laughs> like out like double aging yeah, yeah. like we're already out, way yeah. already too, outside of the, the die hard it's a little gimmicky it's super yeah super gimmicky we're already way outside the die hard like he's already way too hard for die yeah. hard but it's you know uh it's it is really odd it's it's like they felt the need the only thing that to escalate the movies beyond the point of i mean actually this one actually dials it back a little bit from the first one from the fourth one um this one's a little bit more like like two and three where it's a little more localized although localized in a different country yeah um uh, but like
1: it's not like you know like a you know country ending threat Yeah, yeah um i mean it's mostly just well again they try to make it a little more personal yeah because yeah. he specifically goes there to get the son man. and, that and help is, his son. you know um being that i like you know and that's the biggest problem with with the one of the big problems with the fourth one as you pointed out there's a point where it made no sense for that him he to was remain involved, involved yeah. yeah and then they sort of they made it personal again later by like By bringing his daughter, you know, putting his daughter in jeopardy, and then it was like, oh, now he's got a personal thing, but that doesn't come until like the last like third of the movie, yeah, yeah, you know, and the rest of it, he's Mm -hmm. just doing it for no apparent reason, yeah, you know. Uh, Anyways, yeah, no, well, it's, yeah,
0: and so and so they didn't even do what I thought they were going to do with this movie, yeah, Uh, and so they just went the like this is just an action movie, yeah, which like is fine. Yeah. I've seen in, a lot worse. In some ways, um like I wouldn't I wouldn't mind like uh but why did this have to be a Die Hard movie? And in some ways because it's yeah. like kind of so divorced from like 1 2 and 3, like in some ways it doesn't matter that it's a Die Hard movie. No, I know. Like exactly. The, the
1: fact that he's John McClane yeah.
0: kind of makes that's so the only little, thing that's the uh, only
1: thing that does make it a Die Hard movie. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't feel like a dire yeah, movie exactly. in any other way, yeah. and like I said, they sl- I feel like it slightly brought back a little bit of the character, more so. Right. So that was the only thing that I kind of felt like like it like, well, like justified it. It's a dire movie because the yeah. the character is kind of recognizable yeah. as that character. But it's a dec- it is a just dec- barely. It is a decent action but, film though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was all right. Yeah. I I don't I I think I feel like it's it's really underrated. It's not mm. it's not particularly good but it's not 14%. Yeah. No. Uh and by the same token, I feel like they people massively overrated Bifrid, I heard because yeah, it's yeah. I don't think it's decent at all. Yeah. So I don't get it at all. And and more but much more so, I think the takeaway from this much more so is that I think Diary of the Vengeance, the 3rd movie is way, way un- better. underrated. Mm-hmm. I think people don't give that enough of a chance. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah um really uh if if you take anything away from this because i'm sure most people have seen at least the original yeah and i'm sure probably too and i'm sure a lot of people have seen the newer ones just mm-hmm. because they're newer ones people yeah. have a tendency to be more likely that they've seen newer stuff um but if you have any sort of takeaway from this check out the third one check out yeah. die with a vengeance again and just give it a chance because mm-hmm. um that, that would be my biggest recommendation from this. I mean, I still think the first one's the best one. Oh, yeah. Because it's just the most classic and it's the most, you know. But um, I think Down of Vengeance, like I say, was much better than... As the-
0: with as with most movies in a series, the first one's almost
1: always the best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually. No, yeah. always, but usually. Uh, and, you know, and, and rarely... And, you- and often just because you can't sort of... It's hard to capture, like, just that special something, mm-hmm. you know, again. Um... And make it different enough to be worthwhile, yeah. But not so different that it yeah. just feels like a completely different type of movie. Um, and I just, yeah, I just really was impressed. You with can
0: really watch one and then watch three, yeah, and maybe watch two. But like we said, it's so derivative; it's not necessary. Yeah. And you're you because I think two, and also because three doesn't reference two at all. Mm-hmm. Like you can fill in the gaps. Yeah. Like you can just mentally fill in the gaps, yeah. And like, it, Die Hard is a decent trilogy, and then they happen to make a couple of more, yeah. In the 2000s. well, that's why I feel like the
1: the newer ones are kind of their own thing. They, yeah, they, it's yeah, yeah. kind of a separate. It's sort of like the two different eras, yeah, of Die Hard that are very separate. Well,
0: It is definitely Die Hard four and five are products of their time. Oh, absolutely. Like. Like for better or for worse, mm-hmm. like it's one of those like maybe the nostalgia yeah. factor kicks in. But I in feel a bit, like, but like there's a certain kind of like, and the second action. and Dire
1: two in many ways is a product of its time. It, yeah, yeah. That yeah. transition point of like going from the 80s into the 90s, 90s. and it's very much like many other movies of that time. Yeah, it's very similar. Mm. And I feel like Dire the Vengeance kind of transcends this time a bit. It's still yeah. a product of its time. It still feels like a 90s movie, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, it's good it's good in any context you know it's it's one of
0: those i I guess maybe that's just one of those like it shows maybe a little indicative that like coming like during the 80s and 90s there was a like action movies were especially in like the late 80s and Mm -hmm. early 90s action movies were at their prime like there's so many schwarzenegger and and, i mean all the it it, uh you can watch so many like decent good to decent ones Mm -hmm. Before you find a bad one, and I feel nowadays
1: you have to hunt a little more to find the good action. I find they're just they're so often just so average. Yeah, th- like, that's it. I find like, they're just so like, often just generic and average. Generic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just you just like don't. They're not care. terrible, but they're just like eh, nothing they're, special. They're just they're not not it's, memorable. They're not special. They're not worth watching, not because they're bad, but because there's something even slightly. Like, better out there mm-hmm. th- that you can watch, like, yeah, yeah you know, like, yeah, it did mediocre, yeah, yeah, as as you Me- said, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's 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 kind of the, I guess, maybe some the biggest crime of like what has yeah, happened to it's, Die Hard is it went from being amazing to being mediocre, yeah, uh, all right. Well, well, yeah,
1: that's that's the Die Hard franchise, so yeah,
0: that's that's uh, five uh, five amazing. Films.
1: <laughs> as, a, well, as the word "amazing" came out of my mouth, I'm like, "What am I saying?" I think it's an interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. an interesting franchise to talk about. Because... God, if
0: only we could just say five amazing films. Yeah. Oh, so unfortunate. But yeah. I mean,
1: is there anything? Is there any series uh, you
0: can You, you audience can't see this, but I'm shaking my head. Like, there is no series that has gone five films where all five films are amazing, like that are that are genuinely I mean, sequels. I
1: feel like maybe there's something like like the bond series where there's so many movies over time i'm sure there are five amazing ones but not five in a row but i don't even think they ever did five <laughs> in a row that yeah, were yeah. amazing yeah yeah like you know it's yeah it's something yeah. that like but 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 to have it be that that only those are the only ones mm-hmm. you made and the whole series is no. just like yeah. great from look, start to finish. Look, what i don't think that exists five is somewhat the magic i'm, I'm no. actually really interested now that's, that's gonna me, be my, my challenge
0: I'm, I'm gonna look i'm gonna look into that five is somewhat the magic number for action movies because yeah. we got five terminator movies we got five yeah but aliens often ta- movies. often it takes a long time we got to get five to die hard movies and every single one of them starts yeah, out great duds. and then just progressively yeah you I, know
1: i'm interested i'm yeah. gonna look into that yeah. i'm like, gonna find out yeah because there's I mean there's trilogies that are where they're all good, oh sure but oh, often with trilogies anything, so that's more just like one really long movie but more you know but longer yeah. series where they're ever they're all good I'm gonna have to look mm-hmm. into that mm-hmm. I'm, that's interesting that's Fine. an interesting challenge yeah. I'm gonna look into that right. so uh yeah
0: so that's uh Die Hard the Die Hard franchise mm-hmm. um Next week is episode sixty. We'll be doing our top five films from the sixties. Yes, yeah,
1: not the top six. I did it right this time, like you usually say.
0: <laughs> our top sixty films.
1: Um, yeah, no, uh, that should be fun. Yep. How's, your, how's your list going? Not even started. Oh my god, I've I've, You're I've looked
0: at a, I've looked at like a list of films You're from the sixties. We're uh, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like. My number five is gonna be tough. Yeah. Like looking through I'm like, okay, here's four really great movies that I really enjoy from that era, no problem. Now there's twenty movies that could be number five. I down. thought I thought I had <laughs> it
1: really Like lockdown? locked down down. and then I kinda like changed it a lot oh, yeah. quite recently because I sort of came to a realization that what I had originally planned to do wasn't really gonna work. Uh, um, and I sort of did some restructuring. <laughs> Not a radical restructuring, oh, yeah. but We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll
0: yeah, 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 next week. Yeah. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. Yep. And uh, until next week, I'm Chris. Simon. Cheers.
1: Bye bye.